0: you're listening to one of the sermons preached from Shalom Baptist Chapel, recorded at one of our worship services. Good morning and blessings uh, to all. I would like to start off first by thanking the Lord for this time that I can spend with all of you. It's not a cliche. I'm especially grateful to the Lord for being able to see my soul so. Beloved Brother Hong online, who has logged in from uh, Wisconsin, USA, to join us this morning. It's great to have you, our beloved Brother Hong. Brother Hong, in his own words, recently shared with us that his family is going through the most difficult time of their lives. His grandmother is now struggling and battling for her life with the help of a ventilator in the hospital. The hospital is not able to... Uh, divulge any information to the family. At the same time, Brother Holmes' aunt and cousin is also COVID positive, recovering back at home. Brothers and sisters, we all go through trials at one time or another, in one way or another. That is why James wrote for us, consider it your joy. My fellow brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of various kinds, we all go through trials at one time or another, in one way or another. But not all grow, G-R-O-W. We all go through trials, not all grow through them. And so for us to trust God to grow through trials, not just go through them, let us first remember what our dear Pastor Ayan shared with us so wonderfully to encourage us we must not be victims in the sufferings of trials. Let us be students in the school of trial. I would like to invite all of us this morning, beginning with myself. Let's come with a heart of a student. Another word for it in the New Testament is a disciple, a learner of Jesus Christ, to learn how we can live our lives triumphing through trial. And this morning in the passage, James chapter 1, verse 5 to 8, James wrote for us his answer, the biblical answer to the question that Pastor Ayan posed last Sunday. How can we pass the test of trials with flying colors? James has the answer for us. Let's open our hearts to hear the word of God. More importantly, to heed it. Let me read. For all of us, as, as I read it for us, can you recite it in your own hearts wherever you are? James chapter 1, verse 5 it says, If anyone, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, in another translation, without finding fault, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. According to James, as we go through trials of various kinds, We want to grow through them, but we need wisdom in trials. It's not just any kind of wisdom. We need the wisdom that comes from God. We need to know the God of wisdom so that we can grow through trials in our lives. And so right now, as students of our Lord Jesus, I invite you to join me to pray and to ask the Holy Spirit, to enable us to hear what the Spirit is saying to you and me so that we can not just hear, but hear. Can I invite uh, our dear Brother Hong to pray for our time before I carry on? Brother Hong, can you pray for all of us? Thank you.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning that we can come before you and listen to your word, Lord, to Pastor Hong. Lord, so, may you use this, your word to teach us how to overcome the trial and and we learn from the trial that what you have given to us, give us wisdom, give us strength, that we can overcome on the trial and challenges in our life. Um during the this pandemic and and the trial in our, in our life as well, Lord. Lord, may, I, may you open our mind, open our heart, and, that we able to listen to you and use your word apply to our life, daily life, Lord. Every in the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, our dear Brother Ho, for praying for us. Let us first acknowledge our need for wisdom in trials. You know, uh, last Sunday, we thank God speaking to us so wonderfully To Pastor Ayan. Pastor Ian said this, Under the pressure of trials and its testing, oftentimes God used trials to reveal to us who we really are, what kind of substance are we made of. And it's so true. You know, when he said that an incident in my life came back to me many years ago while I was studying as a part-time student at Baptist Theological Seminary, one morning, suddenly I started to panic because I realized that I didn't, I forgot to do my Hebrew assignment. And I realized that I was supposed to hand in that morning. And I began to also believe that because there are so many other assignments, I would not have time to do it. So do you know what I did? Without any second thoughts, I went to the Hebrew textbook went to the last section of the textbook and simply just transferred and copied the answers and put it into my assignment and submitted it to my professor, Dr. Danny Chia, during that time. And I not only passed the assignment, I eventually graduated from Baptist Theological Seminary. You see, under the pressure of that testing, I didn't know who I was. Until many years later, very interestingly, I was reading a book while I was riding in the MRT on Journey Home. I cannot remember what I was reading, but one thing for sure I remember, the Holy Spirit came on me. You say, Pastor Horn, how do you know? Because when that Spirit came on me at that moment... Everything else around me, all the crowd and the passengers faded into the background. At that moment, the Holy Spirit brought me back to that moment a few years ago when I did that. And clearly, this voice spoke to me, Son, do you remember doing this? I say, yes, Lord, I remember. Do you know what you did? And for the first time, I realized under the pressure of the testing which I failed, I cheated. I was a cheater. I say, Lord. I know. Do you know what you did? Yes, I cheated. You see, my dear friends, God uses the pressure of testing and trial not just to reveal to us who we are. Not to condemn us, but to convict us. But more than just using trials to reveal to you and me who we are, He wants us to know what we lack. That's why James says, if any one of you lacks, wisdom. You see, the Lord was not just reminding me and revealing to me who I was, but He wanted to show me what I lacked. I lacked repentance. I lacked integrity. And so clearly and immediately the Holy Spirit showed me what I had to do so that I will grow. In spite of the testing and the trials in my life, I went back to the Dean Dr. Lilian after I graduated and I shared with her what the Lord spoke to me. You see, my dear friends, let me ask you this question. Are you going through trials? You know, if you and I are going through trials, one of the key reasons is because God wants to use it to reveal to you and to me who we are. Not to condemn us, but to convict us, to show us what we lack. In other words, what we really need so that we would grow through trials. Not just go through them, but to grow through them. But before we can grow through them, God wants to show us what we lack. And according to the biblical wisdom through James, the first thing we lack and the most important thing that we need is wisdom. If any one of you lacks wisdom, but then what is wisdom? So let me just remind us, God is using your trials to show you what you lack and need to grow in maturity, but what is wisdom if anyone of you lacks wisdom what is wisdom okay let's let's uh see how many of us among us are the wise ones okay i ask you a question okay i give you two choice if given a choice would you choose wealth w-e-a-l-t-h wealth or wisdom those of you who will choose wisdom put a thumbs up in your chat box now come on be honest those of you, first, uh, only two choice between wealth or wisdom. Those of you who will choose wisdom, be honest, put a thumbs up. Any thumbs up? Sorry, I can't see. Have thumbs up or not? Or maybe I ask. Uh, okay, some of you look very wise this morning. Okay, Brother James. Brother James Wee. You are given two choices, wealth or wisdom. Which one will you choose? Uh, Wisdom, of course. (laughs) Wow! Wonderful man of wisdom. But that is an unwise answer. Do you know why, my dear friends? Because we usually ask for the things that we do not have or lack. You see, when this question was posed to a student, the student said, I'll choose well." And then the teacher say, Wrong answer. The wise answer is wisdom. The student say, Oh, because usually we ask for that which we don't have left. So, in other words, huh, if we ask for wisdom, that's because we. I leave it to you to think about it. All right? But what is wisdom? Wisdom is the gift of God to help a person respond to trials that trains him or her to teach others. Let me say that again. Wisdom is the gift that comes from God. That's why James wrote, if anyone of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. It's the gift of God to help you and me respond to difficult circumstances, to trying situations in our lives, to train us so that we can teach others. Now, think with me, who are the people that God has used in your life to bless you, to build you up, to influence you or to impact you? Just think of a few. I guarantee you, these people whom God have used to bless you, to build you up, to influence you, to impact you, are always those who have grown and learned from their own trials in their lives, without which they will not be able to teach you. Do you realize that? Do you know then why now we have to go through trials? Because God wants us to grow through them. God wants to teach us and to train us so that in time to come we may teach others our pain, our sorrows, our tears, our trials are never Wasted. My dear brothers and sisters, wisdom is the gift of God to help a person respond to trials that trains him or her to teach others. So let us first acknowledge our need for wisdom to try through trials. The first thing we need is wisdom. If any one of you lacks wisdom. Secondly, let us know the God Of wisdom for trials. Let us know the God of wisdom for trials. You see, this wisdom that we need in trials, according to James, is not just any kind of wisdom, it's a special kind. Because he said, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, not Google. Let him ask God, not even godly men first. Let him first ask God. You see, this kind of wisdom that we need in trials, that we need for trials, is the wisdom that comes from God, not from anywhere else, not human wisdom or any kind of worldly wisdom, good as they may be. Do you know why? Because worldly wisdom Human wisdom will never suffice when we go through trials to help us grow through them. Recently, I was watching a YouTube a short live documentary of this wonderful man who lived for 97 years in his life. His name is Mr. Dr. Herbert Angora a short-life documentary, which he did with the help of some others. When he was nearing the end of his life, he lived up to a ripe old age of 97 years old. Mr. Herbert was a philosopher in his life. He taught philosophy for 40 years in the university in California. 40 years. And in this short-life documentary, he shared with us words of wisdom, you know, and I was astounded with the words of his human wisdom, that part that touched me deeply. Let me share with you. Nearing the end of his life, Mr. Herbert said this, you know, there was a moment he was just sitting in front of the garden of his house and then the breeze came and then the breeze were blowing towards the trees and then the trees were swaying to and fro. That moment he experienced what he called transcendence. He realized that he lived for so many years in such a beautiful world. That nature is such a wonderful thing. But he regretted realizing that only in the final years of his life. That touched me deeply. Words of his human Wisdom. Just like so many of us, we live our lives so busy, consumed with so many things, a lot of which may not be so important, and our life just whisps past. We don't even know what happened without enjoying the richness of the life that God has blessed us. But yet this philosopher, with all his philosophical knowledge and his wisdom, didn't know what he said. Mr. Herbert wrote books to answer big questions in life. For example, he wrote a book on death. The title is Death. In the short life documentary, Mr. Herbert said this, what is the point of my life? What is the point of living? Do you know what was his answer? I was surprised. He said, there is no point at all in life. It reminds me, of the author of Ecclesiastes, vanity is vanity, all is but meaningless, there's no point. But that was not the conclusion of the author of Ecclesiastes because he concluded, Fear God and keep His commandments. You see, the point is human wisdom, good as they may be will not suffice when we go through trial. We need the wisdom that comes from God. But even before we turn to God and ask Him, James wrote, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. We need the wisdom that comes from God. But even before we turn to Him to ask Him, we need to know who this God is. Let us know the God of wisdom because we need to know who we ask you see, you know, for many years, I lacked the wisdom to understand and solve a mystery in my family. And the mystery was this. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of father that usually will say yes to my four children. They will come to me with favors, with requests. Hey, pa, can or not? I usually say yes. La. Usually not all the time. Yes, pa. And then in contrast, my wife will usually say no, not all the time, most of the time, no. So, and the yes father, my wife is the no wife, if you want to understand it that way. Simply because my wife is maybe more strict, she's more structured, she's a better steward of resources. For example, right, the kids will ask, hey mom, can you buy this shoe or not? Very nice. Why well, you buy this shoe, your feet grow so fast, you need a knot. So expensive, you buy ready, your feet suddenly grow wasted. So, for many years, I couldn't resolve this mystery. You know what was the mystery? Even though I'm usually, I am usually say yes to my kids, but then I discovered that my children will still turn to the mom, you know, and not turn to the father. If only my children would know. The father cries out to them If any of you are weary and wanting, let him come to me give him, yes. But he said, don't come to me. So stupid, I think, I thought. But then one fine day, I realized, I'm the one that's foolish. They are the ones that's wise. You know why? Because it dawned on me. My kids, they are smart. You know why they go to their mother? They know who to ask because their mother is the banker. The father is bankrupt. You see, you need to know who you ask. That's why James says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. And immediately he says, who gives generously without reproach to all, and he will give it. Let us know this God of wisdom that we turn to to ask. James tells us, He's the God who gives. Now, the verb gives in the Greek is in the present tense. In other words, a better translation, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who continuously gives, who keeps giving, who never stops giving you wisdom or anything else that you need when you ask of him. Isn't that wonderful? In other words, we can always come to God and ask. Didn't Jesus also say in the present Greek tense, ask, keep asking, and it shall be given. In other words, whenever we need wisdom or anything, we can ask God. So my dear friends, ask God for wisdom and anything that you need at the start of the day, even before you start your work. Not only that, keep asking God throughout the day, even when you face testing circumstances, whenever you need Him. Oh, how I need thee. Every hour I need thee. The example of Nehemiah came to my mind. Do you remember Nehemiah in Nehemiah chapter 2? Suddenly he was facing a life-threatening situation before his boss, the Persian king whom he served. Because he was standing before the king, he didn't realize he was sad because God has put in his heart grief when he found out the situation of his own beloved people back in Jerusalem. He was living in exile. Do you remember? He was sad. But during those times, you cannot be sad one day when you stand before your boss. It can cost you your life one day. So the king observed it and said, Hey, Nehemiah, what happened to you? Why are you sad? And the Bible tells us, at that moment, Nehemiah shed. And he quickly prayed a prayer to ask God for wisdom. And the Lord blessed him. You see, my dear friend, God wants us to ask him and keep asking him for wisdom and anything that we need when we are going through trials because he's the God who continuously gives us wisdom and anything that we need to grow through trials. But James did not just end there. James says, if anyone of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who keeps giving generously. The word generously in another translation, who gives liberally, he has the idea that God gives because he has an abundance. We have lack, but he has no lack. He has in abundance, in excess of anything and everything that we need in our lives. In other words, whenever we come to Him and ask Him, there will never be a time when God says to you, "Honga, you ask me for this. uh, Sorry, uh, can you come back later, maybe five minutes later, because I ran out of wisdom. Can you come back five hours later? I need to have a council meeting with my son and the Holy Spirit. No. He not only continuously gives, He continuously and never stops giving out the abundance of who He is and what He has. That is why no matter when we are tested, we can ask God for wisdom. And no matter how much we are being tested, we will receive more than enough wisdom to respond to whatever situation we are going through. But James was not done yet there. He says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask. Keep asking God, for He's the one who keeps giving to you generously without finding fault, without reproach. The meaning there is this. Whenever we come to God, our Heavenly Father, to ask Him for something that we need, God is not someone that will relate with us in such a way to mock us, to make us feel shame about ourselves, to make us feel unworthy to receive all that we need to grow through our trials. That's why He never finds fault. He gives generously without reproach. So there will never be a time, James is saying to you and I, when we go to our ever Father and ask Him for wisdom and whatever things that we need, that ever God will say to you, shame on you, why are you like that? Don't deserve anything. Whenever we ask Him, He will never say, why did you do this? lousy Christian, not worthy of my wisdom or anything that you need. Or why didn't you do this? That's not the God of wisdom that James was painting to us. That's why James says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him keep asking God who keeps giving you generously to all without reproach and finding fault, James was still not done. He said, let any one of you who lacks wisdom, let him keep asking God who keeps giving generously without reproach to all and it will be given to him. It's a promise. In other words, to triumph over trials, we must know the God who is generous, gracious, and guaranteed to give. So to my four kids, come to Papa. Guarantee, yes. Go to mommy. No guarantee. I'm just your okay. kid. But you get my point. It will be given to him. Isn't that wonderful? That's the Father that we are coming to. So let us know this God of wisdom for our trials. Finally, let us grow with wisdom through trials. My dear friends, we all go through trials in one way or another, at one time or another, but not all grow through them. According to James, in order for us to grow through trial, let us grow with God's wisdom and not doubt. Let us believe and not doubt. Because James wrote it. Let him who ask in faith without doubting. For he who doubts will be like a wave driven and tossed by the wind in the sea. He should not assume that he will receive anything from the Lord because he's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. My dear friends, do you know that? That picture of a wave tossed and driven through and through in the ocean by the wind describes the world that we are living in today. We live in the turbulent world. We we can be easily swayed by any changing circumstances. The world that we live in keeps changing. Anytime anything can happen and we can be swayed. But thanks be to God, we need not be. Our lives can be anchored, provided we believe and do not doubt because we can know such a God of wisdom. As I bring this message to a close this morning, my dear friend, are you going through trials in your life? That's because one of the reasons God wants to use these trials to reveal to you who you are, not to condemn you. How can he condemn you? He condemned his son for you, not to condemn, but to convict us, to show us what we lack. Because those are the things that we really need to grow through trust. Do you believe that? Do you believe that's the reason why you are going through trials? Believe and not doubt. Do you know that you are not just going through trials? God wants to go go through them with you. Do you believe that? Believe and not doubt. Because our Lord Jesus Christ went through the greatest trial for you and me in our place. So that he will go through the trials with us. Do you believe that? Believe and not doubt. And so I bring as I bring this morning's message to a close, as the Holy Spirit convicts you this morning, not to condemn you, but convicts you. The Lord invites us first as we are. Going through trials, the Spirit convicts us to acknowledge our lack. In a few moments' time, as the Spirit convicts you, please acknowledge your lack. Cry out to God, Lord, I need this. I do not know what you need. You may even not know what you need. Hey, you know, uh, recently, right, in the online session, one of my dear pastor, mentor, friend said this about me in the presence of a few pastors. Say, Honour, we know that you are not a proud person. Actually, uh, I'm not very proud one. But when my dear friend said that, wow, my chest started to groan." And then a few, late, few days later, I was in a conversation with my dear wife. My dear wife said this, hey, I think uh, in my prayer time, God wants me to tell you, proud of you proud, uh. are you? I said, wow, what a friend we have in syndrome. You know, what's my point? My point is this. I have to learn to acknowledge my lack of humility. I do not know what you lack. God knows. You do not even know. But as the Holy Spirit convicts you, cry out to God. God, I lack wisdom. God, I lack patience. I lack repentance because I keep going through the same trial over and over again, but I never grew to them. I lack repentance. As the Spirit convicts you, cry out to the Lord. And as you confess and agree with the Lord, Lord, I lack this. Ask Lord, I need grace. I need your healing. As we show you, ask your father. If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. Keep asking him. And when you ask him, do not doubt, but believe. Do you know why, my dear friends? Because we are coming To a God who is our Father, He is generous, He is gracious, He is guaranteed to give us not just wisdom, but what we need to grow. So that we will be trained and teach others in discipleship. And you can be sure of that because of what Jesus has done for us. I would like to close with the words of the Apostle Paul. Follow with me, my dear friend. Let me end with the words of the Apostle Paul and then we listen to a song and respond. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 29, and we know, say with me in your heart, we know. I can't hear you, but you say with me, okay? Paul wrote, and we know. Even James said that, no? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of various kinds. For we know. And we need to know. Paul says, And we know that those who love God, all things work together for the good, for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom He predestined, He also called, and those whom He called, He also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. In other words, God knows that we are going through trials, but God wants us to know that his will for us is to grow through them. He's doing a work for our good. The purpose of trials is God is doing a work to grow through our trials, to be conformed, to become more and more like his son Jesus, so that our lives will glorify him. Do you believe that? Don't doubt in God's goodness. Not only that, Paul continued to write, And what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? You see, God is the generous and gracious God. Because He has proven it. He doesn't need to prove anything else that He's the gracious and gracious God who will give us all that we need. is guaranteed because He has first given us His Son. Do you believe that? Who is to condemn? Sorry, who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or swath? No. No sufferings or trials. And God is not only with us. He has gone through the greatest trial for you and me through Jesus Christ. So that, as it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Can you say that with me? One, two, three. We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. One more time, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. We are not victims, you know in our trials. We are not even victors, you know, brothers and sisters. God's will is for us to be more than victors, to be more than conquerors because of His love. For I'm sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. O oh Lord, God bless the reading of His word. Will you acknowledge your lack? Will you cry out to God and ask Him for your need? And when you do, do not doubt, but believe. It's the God of wisdom who is generous, gracious. Guaranteed to give through Jesus Christ because all the promises of God is a yes
1: and amen.